Spirit of the Antichrist, The Gathering Cloud of Deception, Volume 2. J.D., welcome back to the broadcast. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks, Brandon. Great to be with you. All right. Uh, I want to get your feedback on what we did the last uh, night with uh, Dr. Rob Linstead and um, uh, who else I had with me? I can't remember last night on this topic, but it was a great discussion about this this gentleman, uh, this rabbi that rabbis in Israel are saying, oh, he's the Messiah. He's got the Torah memorized. He's 30-something years old. He's been on the scene since he was 14. He's now like 34. He supposedly performed five miracles, put that in quotes, uh, and they're saying that this is the Messiah. Now, whether he's the Antichrist, the, a false Messiah, a false Christ, Jesus said there'll be many false Antichrists in my day, many false Christs, false, the little, there'll be many little Antichrists before the beast is revealed. Whether he's the false prophet, I have no idea. We'll, we'll watch. But it shows that the nation of Israel is longing to be deceived, which is what the, the tribulation period will be about. Then they're going to realize what happens, and uh, then, of course, they're going to be sorry, and the Antichrist is going to turn on them. But many, many Jews will come to Yeshua, Messiah. What did you make after looking over some of this today, JB? Yeah, that was a fascinating interview that you did with uh, Dr. Lindstead, and uh, I, I completely agree with him and you in that interview that the stage is absolutely being set, uh, Brandon. I mean, uh, the entire premise of our two-volume series, Spirit of the Antichrist, is that uh, point by point, everything the Bible says about the Antichrist that will be true when he takes the helm after the rapture and rules uh, at the behest of Satan in this tyrannical seven-year period— uh, is starting to see an upsurge. You know, every everything, all of the characteristics of the Antichrist are, are on the rise. And that's exactly what the Apostle John tells us will happen. If you, if you remember in 1 John 2.18, uh, he tells us that many Antichrists have already come, even though one capital A Antichrist is coming. And then in chapter 4, verse 3, uh, John goes on to say that the spirit of the Antichrist is already at work. And so uh, I, I couldn't agree more that, uh, you know, the Jews were uh, deceived once in the first century, uh, uh, rejecting the Messiah, crowning him with thorns instead of a king's crown. And for that reason, one of the last messages Jesus gave before he walked up the Via Della Rosa and was crucified for our sins uh, was to remind the nation of Israel, do not be deceived. That's what the Olivet Discourse is all about speaking to that future nation of Israel during the 70th week of Daniel, that great day of the Lord's wrath, that many will come in my name uh, and claim to be the Messiah, but do not be deceived. He says that four or five times in that passage. I watched some more videos on this guy today. Uh, he seems to be quite a gifted piano player as well, which I did not know until this morning. I started watching videos of him. He, he plays the piano quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, what I love what you said. He he absolutely cannot be the Messiah. We know that biblically. God's word couldn't be more clear. The Messiah will not come until after the seventieth week of Daniel, when he comes in power and great glory. And at the Battle of Armageddon, he he destroys uh, the Antichrist and the false prophet, casts them into the lake of fire, where they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Ever. So whatever else this guy is, whether as you said, he's an Antichrist. And by the way, I think we can say with biblical certainty that he's and Antichrist. You know, the Bible says many Antichrists have come, and anybody who's proclaiming to be the Messiah, working miracles and signs and wonders, uh, p passing himself off as the long-awaited Messiah, 
today, we know that is an antichrist. Uh, so I agree with you, though. He's not a candidate in my theology anyway for the antichrist, because I believe the antichrist is going to be a Gentile, uh, not a Jew, with which I respectfully disagree with uh, Dr. Lindstedt on that. Uh, the, to me, the biggest evidence is the, the the forerunner, Antiochus Epiphanes, was a Gentile, and it just seems rather remarkable that uh, given the amount of attention that he gets in Daniel chapter 8, uh, that uh, somehow we would see a switch and the future, a man of sin, the son of perdition, would be somehow uh, a Jew. But uh, but anyway, good people disagree on that. But the important thing to remember is that uh, uh, he's quite likely, with all the setting of the stage that we see and the topics that I cover in those two books, uh, he's quite likely alive today. I mean, I'm not a prophet. I'm not setting a date. But I tell you, as we look at the signs of the times, it just doesn't seem like it's going to be much longer. So that leads him to believe that whoever this man is, he's probably alive today. And I have so many people that don't come from a very um, regular Christian background say to me, these things that are happening are so demonic. These people are demonic. These people are Luciferian. And I'm thinking, well, you're absolutely right. Now, again, I, I've been in broadcasting for, you know, quarter of a century or more now and, and Christian broadcasting and writing books in the Christian market uh, as well as conservative. So for me to talk about, you know, some, something being a dis demonic movement or a, a, a movement that is setting the stage for Antichrist, that would be very consistent with who I am and what I've believed for years publicly. But it, what's shocking me is how many people that just really haven't been that religious, but all of a sudden their light has gone on and they're like, you know what, I need to read the Bible. And I think this is demonic. And I think this is Luciferian demonic occult stuff. So a lot of people are figuring this out, which means we've got a wide open door for a lot of great worldview biblical training to go here. Amen. And praise God for that. And that's that's really uh, the reason that, uh, you know, I, I put these books out there. I've been studying this myself for 15 years. And, you know, I think 2020 with the stolen election really awakened a lot of people who may not have a biblical worldview. They may not even be believers, but they began to recognize that there are some uh, powers that be. Uh, a lot of people call them the deep state, that are really pulling the strings, that are kind of controlling things at the global level. Some people call them the global elite, uh, but but they don't really connect the dots to the highest level. And so what I've done is gone through Scripture and showed that from the beginning, when Satan got kicked out of heaven for the last 6,000 years, he's been trying to take over this world. And he wants the power, he wants the throne, he wants everybody to worship him, and he's uh, he's pulling out all the stops. And I believe they're at the very end game of that, based on all the signs of the times that Jesus tells us to look for in Matthew 16, uh, based on all the uh, examples that I give in the book, things like you talked about earlier on tonight's program, the CBDCs. I just uh, spoke at a conference last Sunday uh, about that, and it's, it's unbelievable how that is fitting the bill for what the Bible says will happen uh, during the you know tribulation period in, in Revelation 13. If the government at that time, led by the Antichrist and the false prophet, uh, is going to be able to track everyone on earth and, and give them permission or not permission to buy or sell, that's exactly the type of technology they're going to need. So uh, it's definitely all falling into, pl into place, uh, Brandon. In, in the interview yesterday, I kept talking about the convergence of things. You know, we got the five yeah. red heifers that have been shipped from Texas to Israel. You talk about the technology for a digital system to track everybody. Borders are basically being erased. Our border has been erased. Even the, even the uh, Border Patrol people are saying we really have no border. 5.5 .5 million have flooded over since Biden came into office. Um, you have 
um, all of the enemies of Israel right there on her border in Syria. I mean, I could just keep going down the list. I mean, yeah. you've been doing this a long time. You and I have worked with a lot of the same people, uh, and I've been following this stuff. My parents took me to the movie uh, when I was in elementary school, The Late Great Planet Earth, and I went to see that in the movie theater in the in the 70s, you know. Uh, th these guys, yeah. are these guys. If some of them have passed away, Jimmy D. Young and others, they'd be, Jimmy was already blown away by what was happening. But what's happened in the year, a year and a half or a year and a few months since he's died is, uh, is amazing. I mean, some of these prophecy guys, John Wickham and others, would just be on the edge of their seat. No question. And I've worked with John, too, and with Jimmy. And, you know, uh, my grandfather was a Bible prophecy uh, buff, an expert, went to Dallas Seminary. And, uh, you know, I, I just can only imagine what he's thinking. He died in 1985. But, you know, on the opposite side of the spectrum, you've got guys like, you know, Klaus Schwab, Yuval Noah Harari, and a lot of these other Luciferians who you know, they're so close they can taste it. I mean, Klaus Schwab is over 80 years old. He really believes that in his lifetime, he's going to see uh, the the ushering in of the one world system, the new world order. Which and brings up are... a good point. Why, why do you think Klaus Schwab, George Soros, Henry Kissinger, these dudes just don't die? I, I Sometimes I've, I've actually proposed to this audience, I mean, it's just a guess, my opinion. One has to wonder if they're not almost demonically inspired to keep living. Oh, they are demonically inspired. In fact, I have uh, one uh, uh, source that was a first-hand eyewitness to uh, a time when uh, David Rockefeller was uh, visiting an Indian tribe in uh, the Amazon and uh, witnessed firsthand witch doctors uh, putting a spell on him, uh, surrounding him and putting their hands on him. So I'm just telling you, these guys are demonically possessed. And, uh, you know, they really believe that they can transcend humanity. We have a chapter in Volume 2 on, uh, on transhumanism and artificial intelligence that will uh, just chill you to the core when you see how close uh, they've gotten. And, you know, that's the reason I really believe uh, it can't be much longer. Now, obviously, me... the ultimate arbiter of the timetable is God, um, but it does it help us to know that the enemy, uh, the Luciferians, they are telegraphing and publicly saying in all of their white papers and everything else that this is their day. I have a chapter okay, me... called the Luciferian Timetable where they target the mid-2020s, Brandon. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. I've got, a, I've got screenshots I've been showing for years of Alice Bailey talking about 2023 yeah. is the year. 2023 yeah, is the year. I quote her extensively. Uh, uh, she she has 15 references in her 10,000 pages of published works that, of course, she and her husband published with their Lucifer Publishing Company, uh, which she which wrote with she a demon, known as, which she wrote with a demon. Yeah, I, I, I named the demon in there. She names him and I cite him and say this is who she claims she got this information from channeling yeah. a demon. Yeah, and is, she, way, is, is she saying I can't remember. Did I get it wrong? Was she saying 2023 or 2025? 2025. OK, yeah. And, OK. And and uh, and that's chapter uh, four. Uh, I, I have a chapter in there called the Roaring Twenties because she's not the only one. There are many other uh, writers and Luciferians that have t talked about the 2020s. And as your listeners know, if you've talked about her extensively, and I know yep. you have, yep. this was almost 100 years ago. Yep. So, you know, you have to wonder what did she know? Uh, that we well, didn't. and she also and, said she also talked about the rays of light and the seven rays of light, and now we see this global uh, uh, environmental conference coming up this month in Egypt that we started talking about, where yeah. it's all got the sun god with it. She said that the whole new world order would come in the age of Aquarius with uh, Freemasonry, which is of course new age occultism, businessmen, financiers, uh, you know, corporations. And politics, you see it happening. Okay, I gotta let you go, but let me ask you this: Is there any way you could be back on tomorrow night? 
Uh, absolutely, yeah, I'd love to. Let's and, come on. Uh, let's let's to. book you for eight p.m. tomorrow night, eight p.m. Central. Because I was going to ask you about UFOs, but I see you already have a chapter on there. I, and I want yeah. to talk to you about the the rise of UFOs because I believe UFOs are helping to set the stage for massive global spiritual deception. I would love it. I've got some great interviews that I did in there. Uh, some powerful stuff. Chapters nine and ten are all about the rise of the phenomena and paranormal activity, which of course is one more sign that we're getting close to you know, the tribulation. Period. Okay. So yeah. Put me down. Love to be back. 8 p.m. Central time. We'll keep you on longer. 8 p.m. Central time tomorrow night. Spirit of the Antichrist, the gathering cloud of deception, volume two. What is your website? JB? Yeah, they can go to spirit of the antichrist.org spirit of the antichrist.org. They can read the preface, see the table of contents and purchase it right there. Awesome. Talk to you tomorrow night, JB. All right. Thanks, Brandon. Thank you. Now, folks, if you appreciate what we're doing it again, where are you going to get a show like this with all these great guests? If you appreciate this, we need your support.